no, we, you know, I mean, we, we just, we, the bears are what we thought they were. They're what we thought they were. Say that one more time, play. One more time. One more time. Bear Central's podcast is sponsored by Kins Lager Brewery, located in Oak Park, Illinois. They're a local lager-focused brewery. The Bear Central's podcast listeners will receive a 15% discount on your order by using promo code BEARSPOD. Please visit them at kinslager.com. That's spelled K-I-N-S-L-A-H-G-E-R.com. Welcome to the Bear Central's. We are Chicago Bears podcast for the fans. On today's show, we break down the Bears returning from injury ahead of training camp and much more. Hey, Doug, what's the good word, fam? Hey, man, everything is all good. Prayers, how about you, man? Man, I can't call it, bro. I um, I grilled up some dinner tonight, man. Had a you know a couple adult beverages. Though audience, prayers is feeling all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet, they, I bet you are feeling pretty good with those adult beverages, man. That's yes, what's sir. up. Yeah, man, I grilled a, a, a bone-in ribeye. Oof, man, felt good, felt good. Hey, man, hey, man, you got to share that next time, man. I'm coming over to your spot, man, get some of that good stuff. So this is now, this is an update on the garage situation, man. It'll be up and finished towards the end of August. So when that happens, I'm going to have you and Jules over, man. I'm going to smoke up some brisket, man. We'll throw some other stuff on the regular grill, man. We're going to kick back, man. So you got my word on that. We're going to definitely make that happen. I'm looking forward to that, bro. And congratulations on getting that fixed, man. I know it's been a, um, a great while with that, man. Glad you at that point now where it's getting fixed. Yeah, it's been, it was an uphill battle, man. You know, had the fire of the first contractor. The second guy came in. He's getting the job done. But you know what we've been battling against, A-Dub, has been the weather. The rain has been causing some delays with everything, man. So they just can't do what they need to do because it won't stop raining. Oh, man, that sucks. Well, the good thing is that you have an end date to when it, you have everything finished. So that's a positive. That's right, man. Everything going good with you, man. Work doing all right as we uh, wrap up the work week here. Yeah, man. You know, I, I get happy when Friday is coming here, man. So I love that already. So uh, yeah, man. Everything is looking good. I've knocked out a lot of stuff, man. So I'm preparing myself for the weekend. Yeah, man. For me, tomorrow's an admin day at work, man. I, I try to get everything done Monday through Thursday, and I try to keep my Fridays very lean. So. Hopefully tomorrow will be just more of a laid back, just getting things uh, in order and getting them set up for next week, brother. So fingers crossed for me. <laughs> yes, sir. Keep it across, man. That's right. So speaking of a situation that we got to keep our fingers crossed on is the situation regarding Eddie Goldman. So we talked about it on last week's show, A-Dub, and you and I are very confident that he's going to end up coming to training camp. We saw the reports where he has been in the area. He's working out. A-Dub, you still feeling confident about Eddie, Eddie Goldman showing up? Yeah, I still feel confident about him, man. Uh, the guy's still been putting some work in, press. He's here in the Hall area. He's putting in great work, man. I'm happy for him. I think he's still going to show up. Yeah, and one thing, I mean, we talked about it so many times on this show, how underrated he is. Seeing him push that 1,000 pounds of weight in that video, I mean, dude, there's no way he's not coming back. I mean, if if not, then what's he training for? Mr. Olympia? Like, what's he doing over there? <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly, man. And he's looking good, Brez. To move that 1,000 weight like that, man, with ease, I'm like, damn, this dude is really strong. You talking about <laughs> retirement. Don't look like he's looking to retire or doing that. No, hell no. Mm-mm, not at all. So I would just say this, man. If he, for some reason, changes his mind, which I don't see him doing, don't forget that the Bears did sign Mike Pennell. You remember he's the nose tackle that they signed from the Kansas yes. City Chiefs. So he's on the roster. Now, I hope that Mike is just going to be a depth piece, that he's going to back up Eddie Goldman. But that is somebody that's there on the roster in case some weird shit kicks off. But I don't see it happening, they do. Yeah, I don't see it happening either. We do got Bilal Nichols still there as well. So you're right, Chris. I don't see anything happening. I'm very confident that he's going to show. And um, all will be forgiven about that whole rumor thing about him thinking about retirement. A workout video alone isn't like a huge indicator, but I think it's a really good sign, eh, Dub, that he's like trying to stay in shape and he's doing everything he can to get himself prepared. Key thing you said, Press, is staying in shape, right? And Mm -hmm. also putting the work in, right? He's still doing those things. You can't do those things to talk about retirement, right? I think the guy (laughs) still got his mind on still playing. Yeah, I think so too, man. I think so too. Well, 
How are you feeling about A-Rob and the organization not being able to work out a long-term extension? A guy like A-Rob is one of the guys who I think deserves an extension. You and I talked about A-Rob a million one times on this podcast and how much we appreciate this guy being our number one option. And the fact that we couldn't get a deal done with him kind of sucks. I totally get it. It's still a business. We know that Perez football is a business. We get it. But man, a guy like A-Rob is one of the guys who are a constant professional who goes about his business the right way. Those are one of the guys that you pull for and want to see on this roster. Yeah, and I mean, you you pretty much summed it up very well there. The only thing I would just add on that is we knew that the Bears and Allen Robinson's agents haven't had any sort of meaningful talks in some while, and probably not since last season when A-Rob first kind of went nuclear about the contract situation. So it's one of these things where you have a guy like this that has put up numbers with really mediocre quarterback play. Right. Been great in the locker room, as you mentioned, great in the community. You would think that a guy like that, you would try to figure out a way to keep him within your organization. I'm not sure what Ryan Pace's thinking is on this situation, but Allen Robinson, we got him here for the season, coming back at the $18 million franchise tax salary. I really think he's going to have a big-time season. Yeah, I think at this point, Perez, he's going to have to have a great season. I think he will. And the thing is, he want to pretty much um, stay healthy, do a great job, and then get his contract, right? I think that's probably going to happen, whether it's with the Bears or not. I think a guy like him, as long as he put those numbers he did last season, and continue to be consistent, show those great hands, get open, make those plays out to the catch, I think he'll put himself in a great situation to where he can earn some money, man, some very big money, whether it's with Chicago or elsewhere. No, that's well said. I guess the last thing that I had on this for our audience is, and this is a point that we've previously made, but I want to just add a, another little tangent to it. I talked about selecting Justin Fields in the draft, right? And you would think when you have your franchise quarterback now in the fold that you would re-sign your top receiver. You, you would think that right. that would be a top priority for you because that would seem like Justin Fields to Allen Robinson connection should be something that you will want in this town for the next four to five seasons. So I guess I'm just a little bit confused on what the thinking here is because Justin Fields is going to get the keys. If not this season, he's definitely getting the keys next season. And you would think yeah. that you would want to have Allen Robinson there as that safety security blanket for Justin Fields. Absolutely, Perez. I totally agree with you from that perspective. I think they might be looking at, you know, what the the uh, price range is going to be for a lot of wide receivers for next season. Like, for example, you know, Chris Godwin, he's actually on a franchise tag. He wasn't mm-hmm. extended by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? So maybe we're looking at that situation there, looking at some other guys who are going to be out there, Devontae Adams, and seeing what those guys want to get. You never know, right, what they're thinking. But it is still unfortunate the fact that, like, A-Rob isn't signed back. And I know how much we all as fans want to see him on his team. No, we really do. And, I mean, it just that point with Justin Fields, because it's just like, that's our guy here. And you want to make sure that you give him every chance to succeed. Now, one thing about Justin Fields that I've really been impressed with, not just his work ethic and the way that he's approached things so far, but he's also been mentoring some younger players. And that's showing a little bit of leadership. So he was mentoring young players at the Pro Stars uh, camp there, A-Dub. Talk to him. Man, Perez, I was so excited to see that, man. Let's just first put this whole thing into context. This guy, Justin Fields, has been working his butt off through this offseason, Perez. <laughs> On the field, he's here, he's there. He's working out with uh, Jordan Love and all these other guys. And he's trying to make, working out with A-Rob. And he's still got time to give back, man, with these young guys that he's mentoring. you got to really appreciate a guy like that. That is a kid who can be the face of your franchise, which I believe he will. So I am happy to see this, Perez. I really am, man. And I, I'm rooting for this kid really to get his opportunity to be our leading quarterback to start at some point in the season. Yeah, I mean, you know, not only within this fan base, but listeners that you've been listening to this show, not only just since the draft, but me and A-Dub were the ones that was talking about Justin Fields during the draft process when there was not a lot of likelihood that we would be able to draft him. But he was one of the guys that we thought was one of the best quarterbacks in this draft. So all of us have excitement surrounding Justin Fields. So happy that he's here. I'm so glad that we have our quarterback of the future because that's something that we have not had here. And even though Justin Fields has not taken one live snap, I'm telling you, I'm still so fired up and encouraged about everything that I've heard about him so far, a Yeah, man. Even this is what you just brought up, Perez, with him mentoring, man. It's just so inc- – and also still get back to different communities, man. This is one of the guys you want, man. I think nothing's going to stop him from putting football first. He still can do multiple things. And that's what you like when you come down to guys that you can advertise 
guys you can put out there. You know it's going to do a good job. You know it's also going to be a straight-up shooter, and it's going to do the right thing. Yeah, and so for our audience, if you guys were, if you weren't in the loop on what this Pro Stars camp is, this is a camp that Justin Fields was at where there were other NFL stars like Jalen Ramsey. I know how A-Dub feels about Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> but he Don't was get there. me started on him. Well, you mean, listen, we got a lot of time to get on him. Trust me. <laughs> Week one will be here sooner than you know, everyone. <laughs> yes, sir. But we also had uh, Derwin James and also our brother Marquise Goodwin. So these are just some of the names that were at this camp. But I love the fact that he took part in something like this. And 100% of the proceeds from this camp will benefit charity. And I just love that that was something they were able to pull off there uh, this offseason. Absolutely, Perez. I'm glad. I'm happy about that. And I will say to all those individuals who showed up, the players who made an impact there, salute to you guys, even including Jalen Ramsey. I'm going to give him some props with that. Because anytime anybody's doing any of those things that's not for themselves and for others, I salute that. That's what's up, A-Dub. 100% agree with you on there. We'll have plenty of time to pick on him. But today, we're going to take the high road on you, Jalen. So salute to you, bro. Yes, sir. Now, in some of the videos that they released online from that camp, we saw some of the videos and some of the photos, and it showed Justin Fields. He was working on, like, footwork with a with a younger player. He was signing autographs. So he was pretty locked in there, A-Dub. So when I saw that and saw him working on that footwork, I'm like, man, this guy's really approaching things the right way. And he's almost still, like I keep saying, we know that Nagy said Andy Dalton's his quarterback. He's going to be his Q1. And he said, there's no way that Justin Fields is going to be able to win that starting job. But one thing that Matt Nagy did say, A-Dub, is that he acknowledged that things can always change. That's the one thing that's constant, Prez. That's change. <laughs> that gives us a lot of hope, man, that we could see Justin Fields this coming season. Yeah, I mean, and we we put a poll up on that uh, Chicago State of Mind uh, podcast Twitter account, and we just asked the listeners and the followers, hey, what do you guys think? Do you think that there's a chance that uh, Justin Fields is going to start an NFL game this season at any point in time in 2021? 100% of the people that responded said that Justin Fields will start a game this season. So that tells you a lot about what the fan base is thinking about Andy Dalton and what they think about Justin Fields. Yeah, man, when you got a kid like this, Brez, He's going to put a lot of pressure on Andy Dalton. So he's ready, man. He's getting himself ready for the opportunity. And you can't do nothing but support that. And you know, another thing uh, while we're talking about Justin Fields that I was really impressed by, and I heard this today, A-Dub, he said his plan right now is not to spend any money from his NFL paychecks. He said his plan is to live off of the marketing money. Now, this is something that we saw Marshawn Lynch do in his career, and he retired with a shit ton of money in the bank. So I love now seeing that players are following the blueprint of people that are being responsible with their money and not going out there and throwing their money at Bentleys and buying these big-ass houses. It seems like Justin Fields has a really good head on his shoulder in addition to being a really good football player. I like that, Press, because you never know when it comes down to football. I hate to throw this out there. Injuries can occur at any given time, Frank, Press, and you just never know what might happen. I would love to see all these guys have a great long career, but you just don't know. The fact that he's already thinking long-term, Press, about how to manage his money, that's a positive. You want to see a lot of young guys do the same. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I want to get your thoughts on something real quick. Did you see your boy Andy Dalton? He was training with your boy Money Mo. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I saw that, friends. <laughs> hey, man, the bank was open, baby. As you can see. <laughs> My man. Well, I mean, that, that just goes to show you Darnell Mooney's taking this offseason very seriously. He was down doing getting some work in with A-Rob, working on that footwork, working on his routes. Now he's getting time in with the quote-unquote QB1 for the season. So, man, this kid is just continuing to show us more and more why he's the real deal, eh, Doug? Yes, sir, Perez. And you don't hear all the chatter about Justin Fields. Don't think this dude is blind. That video was dropped on purpose to let you all know that, look, I know you all talking about Justin Fields going to take my job, but I want you all to know I'm working hard, too. I'm trying to get my timing right with Money Moon to make sure that he and I are on the same page when the season kicks off because I want to make sure that, hey, I can get a lot of TDs off this kid, you know? So already you can see they're trying to get their chemistry, you know, together. And I like that, Fred. So it's not just about Money Moon. It's also about Andy Dalton. He understands that pressure he has to produce as well. And one of the weapons he has is Money Moon. Andy Dalton realizes that he's going to have to get that chemistry down with uh, Darnell Mooney because when you have a deep threat weapon like Darnell Mooney, you need to understand his speed. And that was something in the the past 
where these quarterbacks didn't understand his speed and they were overthrowing him, underthrowing him. I think that this is really key by Dalton to be able to get that timing down with him. I agree with you, Prez, and that's going to play dividends. I'm glad that they're getting it together now in the offseason because that helps transition over to the regular season. So I'm really happy about this year. I want those guys to continue working together before the camp hits. Yeah, I mean, we got camp coming up here in, in a couple weeks, but this is really, really good signs. Shout out to your boy Darnell Mooney and shout out to Andy Dalton because, like you said, he's hearing the chatter out there. He knows what the fan base is asking for. He knows that he's on a tight rope here. Yep. And he's going to have to come in here and get the job done right out the gates because if he doesn't, then everybody's going to be calling for Justin. That's it. It's that simple, Brez. You know what? The fans will be calling for um, Justin Fields, and so will you and I. Yes, we will. <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> yes, we will. I'm telling you, yeah, man. man. As I'm, I can't wait to see this kid. I am so excited, man, for training camp to open up A-Dub. You have no idea. I want to see Justin Fields out there on the field. I've seen some videos of him and these sick-ass visors that he has. Man, I just can't wait to see Justin Fields just do anything meaningful throw his first touchdown to Darren Mill Mooney, run for his first touchdown. I just want to see it all, brother. I just want to see it all. <laughs> this kid brought a lot of excitement to this city, man, as we talked about before. And I was just looking forward to it with you, Prez. The fact that you and I get a chance to see him live and up close, man, I- I'm all for it too. That's right. We're going to be able to see him live up and close and personal at a training camp. Uh, we're going to go to a preseason game. We're going to hit up the home opener. We got a lot of Bears action in our future, brother. Lots of it. Yeah. Yes, sir, man. Looking forward to it. Now, before we get into the nuts and bolts of the episode, I'll be remiss if I did not have a conversation with our brothers and sisters in Bears Twitter. All right. So I saw yesterday where people were coming for Cole Komet. And I just feel like Bears Twitter is bored right now. They need some football. They need some training camp news. They need something because now they're fighting with each other over Cole Komet, which on this podcast, We've talked about Cole Commit being a breakout player in 2021. Now, hey, these people on Bears Twitter were coming to him saying that Cole Commit doesn't get separation on his routes. And they said that he had a bad rookie season. Talk to him. Bad rookie season? Please. The kid didn't get a lot of opportunities out there at that. That's one. And then, two, when he did get his opportunities, Perez, as you can see throughout the season, he was getting much, much better a whole lot comfortable out there on that field. He was making plays. We saw the kid running people over, man. Just keep that in the back of your mind. This kid is the real deal. He's learning from um, Graham, opportunity to learn from somebody who's done the job very well, and now he's going to get more of an opportunity this coming season. There was no slouch on this guy. He didn't do a bad job. He took advantage of the opportunities that he received, and I'm happy for him, and I'm glad he's going to get a better opportunity this coming season. Yeah, and for the people that were saying the comments about him not getting separation, he's 6'5", 270 pounds. What do you want him to do? And if I'm going to be fair and honest here, Allen Robinson, who's an elite wide receiver, he doesn't get much separation. But you know what Allen Robinson does? He eats out there. It don't matter. Because Allen Robinson makes contested catches, bro. And he bullies defenders. And that's the same thing that A-Dub just told you guys that Cole Komet does. Exactly. And the other thing, Perez, with that, when you're six, you that type, that height, Perez, that Cole Komet is, he can just catch the ball right over you, really. The guy got the height advantage. So that's one thing you got to realize when you're a tight end, you can do things with people being that very close to you, with defense being that close. You can still make things happen. So to give that slander on this kid, man, it's so unfortunate. And I'm quite sure Cole Komet is going to prove a lot of people wrong this season. Yeah, and, and at one point that you were making there is, think about the tight end position. How many tight ends out there that are actually getting separation on their routes? Gronk wasn't getting much separation. No. Nope. I mean, you, you may have Travis Kelsey and maybe George Kittle, but that's it. Most of the time when you look at tight ends, they're making contested catches. They're bullying a smaller defender. But exactly. let's, not, let's not forget, A-Dub, this kid was a rookie last year. Didn't get the most opportunities, and he had uneven quarterback play, bro. So can and- we get it? Can we get a kid a, 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 a chance in a season with a, a different offense, uh, Matt Nagy calling plays like he's got some damn sis, and improved quarterback play? Exactly, Press. And then that wouldn't even know that was going on at the time frame, really. So he couldn't really get to work in on the field like that because of COVID, right? There's yep. so many factors you got to play in that. And to really judge him like this, Press, with the slander, that's so unfortunate. It really is. And <laughs> 
it just makes me wonder when I see some of this, and I, I, I don't mean this to be a jerk by saying this about some embarrassed Twitter, but it makes me wonder how many of the people that make these type of comments, how many of them watch the games, how many of them understand the game, or are these people just looking at analytics? It just makes me wonder that because when I watch the games, I see what Cole Commit has the ability to do, and it makes me excited, and that's why we called him a breakout player for 2021. Absolutely, Prez. And the whole thing with analytics, man, I don't trust analytics. I really trust the eye test. So like you say, Prez, you really got to watch the games to really understand someone's value. The stats and things of nature with analytics doesn't always give you that feel. No. And I'm not trying to knock people because there's people out here, they put good data together and they use that for whatever purposes. Great. Good for them. But I'm all about watching that film. I'm always the tape because the tape does not lie to you. When you see what you see on tape, that is actually what's happening. That's the athlete and that's the player that you see in that moment. That's who you have. So that to me is what I make my opinions on. So when I see Cole commit on film, I see a player that's only going to get better. And I'm sorry, he's going to tear it up this year. And I hope that Cole commit saw that slander on Twitter that those fans had for him. I hope he was reading every one of those negative posts that went up. Hey, Perez, the other thing with that, I'm quite sure he did see some of those um, comments made about him. This kid been working really hard this offseason, man. Got his body right, ready, study, put the work in. This kid going to prove a lot of people wrong. Yeah, and we just got through talking about last episode how he attended tight end U and how yep. he was working up close and personal with those major elite tight ends in the league. Not to mention that he still has Jimmy Graham in his ear helping him develop. So, man, sky's the limit for this kid. I don't care what these fools on Twitter were talking about. And the thing is, Fred, that was last season. Why are we worried about last season? We see this dude doing all these different things for this coming season, all the preparation, the development, all the things that we're going to see this kid do on the field. We shouldn't even be focused on last season, man. Last season, last season. This season, pay close attention. The fans who are watching this kid play, pay close attention. You'll see a huge difference, a whole lot of improvement. And again, last season was not bad. Listen, only, only losers are worried about what happened in the past, so... I think we need to turn the page. And I still thought that he was very solid in his rookie year. But those people that are worried about how he didn't have that impressive rookie year, turn the page. Let's see what happens in 2021 before we start calling somebody a bust. Agreed. All right, A-Dub, let's get into this episode. So audience, as A-Dub mentioned to you guys, we're going to be breaking down players that are returning from injury ahead of training camp. The first player we're going to touch on, we talked about him last week, Tariq Cohen. A-Dub, talk to him. Tariq Cohen, that is our guy. He's one of those guys that come out there and play, you know, gadget plays, those trick plays that that Nagy likes to run. You will see (laughs) a guy like Tariq Cohen pretty much involved in some of those things. And we expect him to be more involved in those things this coming season as well. So Tariq Cohen, welcome back from injury. I think you're going to do well. I'm looking forward to seeing you play. I hope you're still the same guy before the injury occurred. And one thing that Perez and I can't predict, we don't know what it's going to look like, but we are looking forward and we're very optimistic we're looking forward to it. Yeah, and one thing that you mentioned there, A-Dub, that I think is really important is we don't know how it's going to look because the reason why I have him as somebody that I still want to monitor during training camp is because I saw some video of him and I even heard reports where they said he was walking a bit stiff-legged with his right leg wrapped. And that was the leg, that, well, that's the knee that had the torn ACL on it. And so you also have to think about the fact that Tariq Cohen also lost his brother, his twin brother at that. Yes. So not only is he trying to recover and get his body back for the season, but he has the mental trauma that he's going through with the loss of his twin brother. And A-Dub already told you guys about how he has twin brothers in his family and how close those individuals are. So Tariq Cohen not only has the physical trauma that he's working his way back through, but he also has the mental trauma. Man, Perez, that is huge, my brother. The mental challenge he's dealing with from a family situation and coming back from injury. Tariq Cohen has actually gone through something, you know, and this is a guy that I'm rooting for, particularly based upon what he's gone through. So I'm looking forward to seeing how the injury is going to impact him. And with all that, man, I hope this guy have a good season. So we don't know yet, but we are waiting patiently. I just hope the Bears don't overutilize him, right? Let's just ease him in because we know what he's gone through. Yeah, I think especially with this type of recovery, you got to take it a day at a time. And yeah. uh, I've never torn an ACL, but I've talked to people that have had those type of injuries. And they'll tell you, they say, look, when you go through rehab for this type of injury, some of that initial stuff that they have you going through in physical therapy, you, they say you never feel that type of pain that you've had in, in your life because they're forcing your leg to do things 
that you don't know that your leg should be doing and while you're recovering. So right. he's probably going through that. He's probably dealing with a lot of pain. And also, he also has the situation now where he has to fit himself back into the mix here. So there's a lot of things that he has that he has to kind of deal with right now. Yeah, friends. And I'm glad you brought that part of it because the Bears is an improved team offensively, right? Mm -hmm. And we got more weapons. So you Mm got to think about the opportunities that he's going to get, right? Playing with this new team now because it's not the same as last year. Better quarterback, better players around him now who are probably going to get some, some good opportunity to play and get some touches and get some get some time out there on that field. So he has a lot of things that's going against him in a way, too. So he has to pretty much deal with not only the things you mentioned already. So I am rooting for this guy. We're pulling hard for him, Perez. But it's a lot of dynamics that goes into all this when it comes down to Tariq Cohen. Now, one thing to keep in mind, and this is a guy that we talked about a little bit earlier in the offseason, Damian Williams. So for some reason that they decide to work Tariq Cohen back a little slower during training camp, right. Damian Williams, our offseason acquisition, is someone that can fill his shoes if necessary, if it takes yep. Tariq Cohen a little bit longer, A-Dub. Agree. I like that. I'm glad you brought that up, Perez, because we're kind of loaded, you know, with some good guys in the backfield that can run it. So I think with all these mixes with it and having the team that we have now, I think we have the team to ease them back in with. But we do get the fact that this is football. Injuries can happen again, something we don't want to see happen, but it's still a physical sport, right? So when you come playing the football, you got to realize you're going to take some hits, some punishment. We're just hoping that some of these hits don't add up to where he causes this guy to get injured again. Most importantly, the mental aspect of things, hoping that he's doing okay. I hope that he's okay. I hope that he's mentally ready because if he's not mentally ready, then the physical part doesn't even matter. Exactly. You're right, Chris. Great point. That mental part of it. I just hope he has a very good support system, right? Because you never know what he's going through, man. To go through injuries for to a sport that you love so much and then also have a challenge with family-wise, you're right, Perez. That mental part of it is something that we both do worry about. And I just hope he has a very good support system. DVE supports you, you know, uh, Tariq Cohen. So we're here, man. We've given you a lot of love and we want to see you do well. And we're going to continue to give you some love too. So, man, looking forward to seeing you out there on the, on the field of training camp there, Tariq. Let's go. Let's get it. Yes, sir. All right, man. Next guy, A-Dub, Jalen Johnson. Talk to him. Oh, man. The rookie, Jalen Johnson, put on a great performance, man. Great rookie season, man. And that's a kid you really root for as well. I'm looking forward to watching him play, come back from that that shoulder injury. I know that limited him last season. That was tough to see him go down because we actually missed him. He was a big part of what we do out there. So I'm looking forward to seeing him come back hopefully fully healthy for us, and he can continue to show and pick up where he left off last season. Well, well, Jalen Johnson said uh, a couple weeks ago, he said he's 100% healthy, A-Dub, so I'm, I'm kind of excited to hear that. And he said that there was no structural damage in that shoulder, which for me was a big sigh of relief because I was worried that it was some structural damage because that's the shoulder that he's had issues with in the past when he was in college. And we talked about right. it on the show. And so Jalen Johnson... That's the reason why he dropped in the draft to where the Bears drafted him is because of some of those health issues and some of the the medicals that they saw with his shoulder. So the one thing that I would say is the fact that this shoulder injury wasn't anything major, major sigh of relief. To A-Dub's point, this kid balled out last year. He balled out with no training camp. He immediately went into the starting lineup week one and held it down. But now, A-Dub, he has all of the pressure on him because now he's entering this season with no Kyle Fuller on the opposite side of the field. Now Jalen Johnson is that dude. So now how does he take his game to the next level? That's a very good question there, Perez. Can he handle the pressure? I think this kid can, but the one thing I think about with with him, Perez, is that he's a physical player, right? You know that. Mm -hmm. He likes to get grimy with these wide receivers, man. (laughs) Get up in a chest, man, and make things happen. So that is a a way that you can actually – re-injure yourself because you like to play that physical, right? Like to hit you and all those different things. So I hope that, you know, this shoulder injury doesn't come back for his, because you're right, in his history, he actually has some concerns there. We just hope that, hey, he's fully healthy and could continue at that rate. And that's what we're looking forward to seeing, hopefully, with them moving forward. So one of the things that I wanted to just make sure that the audience picked up on what you mentioned there, you mentioned his physical style of play, and we saw that. He wasn't afraid to come up and put a hit on a a ball carrier. He wasn't afraid to put hits on the receiver or whoever got the ball. Jalen Johnson was a tough player out there. And so with his style of play and with his shoulder injury history, it just makes me worry a little bit. 
if that style of play can sustain a 16-game season, A-Dub. Yes, and that is the concern right there, Perez. Can it sustain 16 games or even more, right, if we go further in the playoffs, right? That's what we're hoping mm-hmm. for, getting the playoffs and going further, if it could take that much. So uh, if we can do that. So, yeah, you worry about him, man, from that perspective. But I'm glad, like you and I said, that he's healthy. It's about maintaining that now. And I, I just realized something, uh, A-Dub, 17 games now. Damn NFL. <laughs> right. <laughs> the extra week, right? <laughs> yeah, the 17 games. Thanks for the correction there, friends. There we go. More games. More opportunity for him to continue hitting people and get physical. Again, I hope that this guy is fully healthy, friends, and can stay that way. And now one last point that I have on this is why it makes that cornerback two position, A-Dub, even more important. Because now we saw how targeted Jalen Johnson was last season. Teams will go after him but Jalen Johnson was ready to answer the challenge. Now, right. NFL teams know that Jalen Johnson can ball, so now they may be looking to pick on whoever that cornerback two is. And so there's a lot of talk. We talked about it early in the offseason. Is it going to be Trufant? Is it going to be Vildor? Is it going to be Graham? Is it going to be Artie Burns? We don't know. Yeah, Perez, that's a good point, man. We got so many things to think about, and that's why it's important for us to have depth, right? That's the key factor there of having that because you never know what could possibly happen with any of these guys, right? If Artie Burns or, you know, uh, Trufant don't look good and Jalen Johnson gets hurt again, we need to have somebody to be able to step in. So it, it's going to be a key factor for us to really think about and analyze as we go forward. I'm hoping that these guys can stay healthy and do a great job. But again, football, physical sport, long season, you just never know what might happen. Exactly. Exactly. All right, man. Roquan Smith. Talk to him. Roquan, what's up, baby? Man, I'm a huge fan of Roquan, Perez. You and I like exactly what this guy did last season. I mean, all pro to you and I, Perez. All pro. The guy put it all on the line, man, up until he got hurt. This guy's playing phenomenal football. And the thing you like about him, man, is that this guy was all over the field. I mean, he did it all. He has grown into being a leader that you and I talked about already. And now he's going to take his game to the next level. I'm glad we have this kid on our team. We are so lucky, man. He's only 24 years old. Audience, 24 years old. Damn, we're lucky. Because I'm telling <laughs> you, he's only scratching the surface, A-Dub, of his potential. That is going to be a scary sight for the NFL. Man, yes, it is, Press. And you know me, I'm not a stat guy, Press. Press, I don't really go off stats. But for him to be the only player, Press, with 100 tackles, 10 tackles for a loss, at least two sacks, and a couple of interceptions. He's the only guy in the field that done that. That, to me, stood out for us. It really did. I don't really go stats at all, but the fact that it just shows what you and I have been seeing all year long with the guy. That he's been everywhere in the field, man, doing all the dirty work and making an impact. Damn, Roquan, you so cold that you got A-Dub over here throwing out stats at me. I, I was like, wait, who is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and you know us, friends. I hate to throw out stats, man. But being the only one that do this is like, damn, it does stand out of the way. It's what we've been seeing, right? The eye test. And we yep. can actually see these things on the field. You and I, game after game, man. And it would have been a whole lot better had you not missed it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, hey, this could have been even better, you know? So the thing is, this kid is only going to get better. And this is one point that I had that I want to bring up when it comes to Roquan. So obviously now this is his fourth season that he's getting ready to enter the league. And we know that once guys get experience in the league, that things start to slow down for him, right? So now his football intellect, you already know he's had a high football IQ already. Right. That's only going to ramp up now that he has more experience. He understands what he's seeing out there. He knows this division. And I'm telling you, he's only going to continue to grow. And the point that you brought up a second ago that we talked about on this show before, his leadership role, he's embraced that. He embraced it last season, and he was the only defensive starter that showed up to those OTAs. Absolutely. That is huge, Press. Being the only one that showed to those OTAs, that stand out. He stood out, Press. Mm-hmm. He shows me that, hey, he's taking everything serious. Hey, I'm taking my, every opportunity to continue to get better, to grow, and also to be there for these young guys. You love that about a player like that, man. So I am very happy for Roquan, man. And I'm looking forward to seeing this kid get out there, man, in training camp and showing us something. And you know, one of the things that I wanted to piggyback on is what Matt Nagy said about him. Matt Nagy says that Roquan Smith practices and shows up in meetings like he's a rookie. I think that is like a huge compliment. That's the best compliment that a coach can give to a guy that's an all-pro ball player. He's basically saying that this kid's preparation and his approach to the game right now is someone 
that's trying to prove themselves in the league. Well, that shows you that Roquan Smith knows, hey, I got another level to get to. I'm in a contract year, and I'm about to get that bag. <laughs> get that bag, man. I like the mentality you brought there, man. The kid is staying humble, friends. You can't beat that, man. I'm not worried about the money. I'm worried about playing on that field, man, and doing my job to the best of my ability and actually getting better at my job. So you got to really appreciate that about him, man, of taking every challenge and really working extremely hard to get better. Yeah, and at one point, though, and we brought this up in the past, but we know what this life is like without him. We saw what happened last year when he got hurt and who we had to trot out there at inside linebacker. So, Roquan, we need you to stay healthy, buddy, because – I don't want to see Manti Teo back out there. I don't want to see any more Josh Woods out there. <laughs> I don't want those type of things happening in my life. That was a sad time in that Saints game. Yeah, it was, man. As <laughs> I was scratching my head, like, who the hell we got out here again? Damn, let's write no roll corner today. Darn it. Man, it, it hurt. We really missed him, mm-hmm. man. His impact on the game was definitely missed in those games. So um, I just hope that, like you say, Perez, he can stay fully healthy for the season because we're going to need him, especially late in the season. Well, yeah, (laughs) late in the season, especially with this schedule, right? So we talked about it. This is a very tough schedule. Yes. We need to make sure that offensively, we're complimenting the defense, but defensively, we have to make sure that guys like Roquan, guys like Hakeem Hicks, guys like Khalil Mack, guys like Eddie Jackson, these guys are all ready to take their game up to that next level because if that happens, the sky's the limit for this football team and we can go places. Absolutely, Prez. And I'm looking forward to seeing it with him leading the way is how we can get back to being who we was a few years back on defense, man, being that great defensive team. Mm-hmm. And Roquan is one of those guys that play a big factor in that, Prez. If he can show us any signs of what he did last year, I can see this defense going to a next level, man, because of his playing. And he's one of those players who was just that impactful, right? So mm-hmm. if he continues at that rate, man, whew, Roquan, we're going to love you, man, in this city. Yes, sir. Uh, shit, we already love him, but shit, I can only imagine how much more we'll love him if he has a season as good as he had last year. Man, I, I can't even imagine that because, like you said, A-Dub, his playing style, he's sideline to sideline, and the kid is so fast, physical. Yes. I mean, he has all the tools that you want in an inside linebacker. Total package. Like you said, Chris, total package, man. <laughs> I'm just getting excited now as, we, as you and I are talking about this guy because we just saw how good he was last year, man. Like, whoa, that was another level, level right there. So I even see, like you said, man, we're just ready and getting ourselves geared up to see this guy get out there. You know, I laugh sometimes when I think of Roquan Smith. There's a, a picture of him that circulates on Twitter every once in a while, and he's holding a sunflower in his hand, and he's smiling, right? And I <laughs> thought about that picture, and I said, Man, a guy that can be that chill in that moment and do some of the violent shit that he does on the football field, <laughs> you got to be a different type, man. <laughs> yes, sir, man. You right about that, man. This guy can turn it on and turn it off, man, real quickly, man. Like, I can be a cool guy one moment and then go from zero to 100 the next moment when I hit that field. That's so, right. hey, you got to like that. You got to love it. I do. I love that shit. Well, one thing that I do love, A-Dub, is the fact that James Daniels is coming back from injury. And we talked about it on the show last season. At the time of his injury, he was our best offensive lineman. Now, I know some people will say, well, President Doug, he was the best offensive lineman (laughs) on a very bad unit last year. So, A-Doug, talk to him. Man, big James Daniels, man. Prez, this guy was, man, getting himself ready last season, man. He bulked up, Prez, put the work in, and he came out and he executed up until he got hurt, I believe that was week five, man, against yep. Tampa Bay. And that sucked. But the guy that was playing out of his mind, Perez, to me, and you hit it on the head, that he's probably pretty much our best offensive lineman last season. So the fact that he's coming back, Perez, I think he still have a chip on his shoulder. I think he feels he still has something to prove. I'm looking forward to seeing him play. Yeah, and let's think about this fact, audience. He's in the final year of his rookie contract. So now, not only does he have something to prove, but my man, Big James, is playing for that next contract. So you talk about that chip on the shoulder, hunger, and also like what A-Dub said, got a lot to prove. Yeah, man. So don't fall asleep on our boy, Big James Daniels. That kid can play some ball, man, and make some things happen on that offensive line. So I'm looking forward, again, to seeing this guy show us something, man. And the thing is, we'll get our chance to see him in camp, man, to see what he's able to do out there. So, I mean, I like our offensive line in general, Press, but with him in there, man, it's an upgrade. Yeah, and one of the keys, and this is something that you and I have talked about a lot, 
one of the keys for this offense in 2021 is how well this offensive line is going to play. And they don't have to play well right out of the gate, right? So we can't wait for them to take a half a season of jail and to get things up and going like they did last year. So that's why Big James is such a key because he's going to probably end up returning back to that left guard position. White right. hair probably go back to center. But James Daniels has that versatility. So if they're in an unlikely situation, and I hope that it doesn't happen, but if someone does get hurt, James Daniels has that ability to flip around on that offensive line. He can play center. He can probably play right guard. He can play left guard. Yep. That is great versatility to have on this offensive line. I hope we don't have to see that this season, but that's another big reason why I'm so glad that he's back for us for the 2021 season, A-Dub. Absolutely, Perez. You had a good point, though, man, about his versatility. That's always great. I'm also looking forward to seeing him play with Jenkins, man. I'm looking forward to their prayers because now they're on the same side. So, yep, you know, yep. get left tackle, get left guard, these two guys learning to play with each other, man, and doing a good job together. So both of them feel like, feel like they got something to prove. So you like to see guys come out with a chip on their shoulder. So that left side, man, just might be our strong side, Perez. <laughs> just might be. <laughs> I love it. Guess what? We'll see what side that David Montgomery likes running behind because I'm telling you, if, if it's me, I'm like, Coach, draw that shit up on that left side. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly, man. You, uh, you, Montgomery, you should make a bet with the team. Like, hey, which side you think is the best side, man? Hey, which, 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 which side you think is going to do the, the best job for you, man? How those guys compete? Something fun, right? Some fun activity, but hey, make a little small competi- competition, you know, within the huddle. You never know. No, I like that. And you know how those football players are. They do that kind of stuff to keep things fun and keep it loose. So we'll see. But one point that I wanted to make sure that people paid attention to that you mentioned, you mentioned Tevin Jenkins playing alongside of James Daniels. I think that's an incredibly important point because James Daniels is a very intelligent ball player. Tevin Jenkins, rookie, that's getting moved to a position that he hasn't had a lot of experience at. Right. Being able to play with a veteran like James Daniels that understands the NFL, that bulked up, he's going to be able to help Tevin Jenkins out, not only just with reps out there on the field, but helping him to understand pickups out there, different changes that need to be had on the line. And that's going to be a security blanket for Tevin Jenkins. Yep. And I believe James Daniels is going to stay in his ear press, just giving him some little tips and nuggets on how to continue to be a great offensive lineman. I think we're going to see a, we'll hear a lot more conversation about those two guys. So that's a good point you brought up, Prince. Appreciate you, son. All right, man. Daz Newsom. Now, this is a guy that you and I both were high on at draft time. Daz Newsom, unfortunately, suffered a broken collarbone during the OTAs. Now, losing a rookie is tough, right? Because that's a lot of valuable reps that he's missing out on. And they're thinking that he may be able to return for the first week of training camp, but it's still up in the air. But A-Dub, talk to him about that boy, Daz Newsom. Man, I love Daz Newsom Press. I like his versatility, man. This kid can do a lot of things, man. Not just being a wide receiver, you know. But you and I talked about having a guy like him on punt returns, special teams, man. A guy who can do a lot of different things. Um, a kid like him is probably going through a small setback, press by going through an injury. You hate mm-hmm. to see that happen to a young kid, a rookie at that, press because you feel like you got so much to catch up on. You've been hearing things about what the other guys are doing in the off season, and you really can't do much at all because you injured, right? So you feel like you're actually uh, behind the eight ball on things because of that. So at this point, you know, I want to see this kid get back, back to learning, back to growing, and back to playing on the field. So therefore, we can get a chance to see how he's able to um, sustain the season, how he's going to grow and progress throughout the season, right? Through the training camps and all that stuff. But it's going to take some time, man, when you come back from injury. So you got to get your win back and everything else, Perez, get back in shape. And I just feel bad for a guy like him to go through an injury that caused a little small setback. Yeah, I mean, it happened as we were just starting to get excited about his arrival here in Chicago. And one of the things we thought is that he was going to be a primary competition for Tariq Cohen at punt returner because we saw a lot of the tape, him at college there in North Carolina, he showed a lot of electricity in the return game. So now it makes me wonder, A-Dub, they're probably not going to put him back at punt return now because he's coming back from that collarbone issue. So he may exclusively only be at the wide receiver position in 2021 because you don't want to risk him playing that role and him re-injuring that collarbone. Yep, that's a good point, Prez. It just makes now we have two guys worried about that from that standpoint. Mm-hmm. He had to recoin, right? So yep. it's like, damn, you know, but I would love to see them fully healthy where they could take on a workload. But you're right, that might force him to not play as much because of that reason, right? Yeah, it's gonna be hard for him, man. And he has a, a, a tough challenge ahead of him because other guys have already been preparing themselves, Prez, ahead of him. They've been putting work in and he has to catch up. 
Yeah, and this is also another thing to think about. Anthony Miller. We thought that Daz Newsom was going to be competition for him in that slot position. So now Daz takes a little bit of a step back there. So now you have Anthony Miller, Demir Bird, and Marquise Goodwin that are going to be battling for those reps. And one thing that I want our audience to remember, Matt Nagy said at rookie camp, he pointed out that the rookies will now get fewer play reps and practices. And he said that they're going to have to learn how to adapt with having mental reps. So I hope that that's something that Daz is going to be making sure that he's locked in, even if he's not out there, making sure that he's taking those reps and watching those plays from the sideline. Yeah, Perez, he's going to have to really watch closely. You're right. Those reps are very important for a young player. If you're not getting a lot of them, then pay close attention to what the other guys are doing so you can catch up to speed. And then when you get your opportunity with those reps, take fully advantage of that. There's something that you're not used to. On the college level, you got all the reps, right? You were out there allowed the field. Now coming as a rookie, you don't have that same opportunity. So how do you manage that mentally, right? So I'm hoping this guy is ready for that challenge, Perez. We don't know yet, but I got my eye on that. Yeah, we'll definitely see, but that's definitely something that we will be keeping our eye out on. The kid has a lot of talent, a lot of potential. And we saw what Darnell Mooney did last year as a rookie with no training camp. He got in there and he earned a starter role. So who's to say that Daz Newsom doesn't come in here and impress? He's just going to have to do more with less. Yep, absolutely. And make make an impact with the, with the less reps that he get. That's right. All right, the last player that we have to talk about today, A-Dub, we briefly talked about him earlier when we were discussing Jalen Johnson, is Artie Burns. Talk to him. Artie Burns, man, I really want to see what this kid can do, Brez. He got hurt last season, man, in preseason, so we really didn't get a chance to see a lot out of him, man. And it was just a suck, suck to see that occur for him. I'm looking forward to see if he's fully healthy, Perez, and see if he can make an impact in a crowded CB position, man, because you know how um, our DB's kind of loaded. Sorry, our DB's kind of loaded back there, and um, yep. he's back there now, and we'll have to try to fight for an opportunity and position out there. May not even be a starter, right? He's a guy that's coming off the bench, right? It's part of depth. So he has a challenge ahead of him because of that, right? So we got other pieces out there who can help us do some things. So I'm hoping that he can make an impact, Perez. I would love to see him out there, but I know he got a tough challenge ahead of him as well. Yeah, that's a fair point. And I remember last offseason when the Bears went out and got him, he also was somebody that I was really interested in seeing because at the time, I thought that he was going to be competing with Jalen Johnson for that starting role outside yeah. uh, across from uh, Kyle Fuller, right? Right, And then right. Artie Burns went down with that injury. So that was tough to see. Because when you look at Artie Burns' career, when he was drafted by the Steelers, he was a young prospect in their system, and he, he just never panned out for him. So I thought, when he came here to Chicago, a change of scenery might do him well. And then he went down with that torn ACL. So it just was time. It was just really awful for him because he had a major opportunity to come in here last season and make something happen. So now this year, he might be behind the eight ball a little bit, A-Dub. Yeah, you hear about things about you know, Duke Shelley and Vildor. We, we saw what those guys get an opportunity last season for his. And, and now they pretty much want to pick up where he left off at from last season and go a step further, right? So now that even creates more of a competition, you know, um, at that position. So you wonder, hey, are you ready, man, to compete with these guys? Because these kids now that we have on this team, man, have shown some promise. Trying to be able to compete and trying to be able to, they're able to play as well. Yeah. Now, one thing to keep in mind, audience, is now we have a new defensive coordinator in Sean Desai. Maybe Desai may value the fact that Burns is a veteran and Burns has a nose for the football. So now that's something to keep an eye on. Also, one of the things that we heard about Burns when he came over here from Pittsburgh was that he's really solid in man coverage. That may be a quality that might be attractive to the side. So that might be something that might be worth watching. And this is a reason why I'm still I'm still pushing and I'm still rooting for you, Artie, that you can make a name for yourself because as A-Dub mentioned, this is a very crowded position group. Yeah, man. And you're right, Fred. I'm rooting for him as well, man. I would love to see this guy's secure position, but you're right. It's going to be tight, man. It really is. And I hope that with them having a chip on his shoulder, based upon what happened last season, that he feels he has something to prove to us this year, that would be great, man. I want to see him at his best, and I want to see him compete. Yeah, man, because when you look at his size, he's perfect for our division being able to be matched up with some of those bigger receivers that we have to face. So when you look at it on paper, you're like, hey, I hope that they can find a spot for him on this team, but it's going to be up to Artie to prove his worth this training camp. So we'll definitely keep our eye out out there for him. Artie, we were pulling for you. Nothing but good love for you, man. I hope you do what you got to do, and I hope you can stay healthy. Yes, sir, man. That's what we're hoping for, Perez. Stay healthy and produce. 
Go out there, man. Try to make an impact. Yes, sir. Well, hey, Doug, man, before we get out of here, man, I wanted to give a big salute to our listeners. Now, we told you guys that we were going to have some big news that we we're going to announce on the show. We're going to make that announcement here in a couple of weeks. But this show has grown to be a top 10 Chicago Bears podcast. And we would not be in this position if it were not for each one of you guys listening to our shows each week, sharing the shows with people in your network. And we, man, I'm telling you, we are humbled every time one of you guys reaches out to our DMs, giving us feedback about the episodes, saying how much you appreciate us when we read the reviews. From the bottom of our hearts, we definitely appreciate each one of you and your support of this show. Thank you all for those listeners who um, chimed in, talked with us, gave us shout outs, who rock with us, man. I really appreciate you guys. I mean, it really means a lot to me. I did not take that for granted. I really appreciate everything you guys out there who are taking time out of your day just to hear us out and talk about the Bears, the team that we all love. So thank you all so much. Well said, A-Dub, because think about it, man. These listeners can listen to hundreds of other different podcasts, including hundreds of different other Bears podcasts, but they choose to spend an hour every week listening to our voices. So that's something that we're always going to be appreciative of on this show. And that's why we try to do so many giveaways and so many contests, because we want to give back to the people that are truly rocking with us. And we know that we got listeners that all over the U.S., but I want to give a special shout out to our listeners in the U.K., Canada, Mexico, France, Norway, the Philippines, Japan, Denmark, Germany, Ireland, Australia, and Spain. I've seen those numbers skyrocketing in A-Dub, and I'm like, damn, we over here killing it overseas, son. Man, that is awesome, man. The fact that we got people from all over press listening to us, man. I really appreciate it, man. I mean, it touches my heart just to see from people from all over press, from different Places, man, who are rocking with us while listening in, man. That really makes you want to go harder, do a great job at this, man. So from the bottom of my heart, you all got my word. I'm going to continue to learn, continue to grow. And I'm going to also always appreciate the fact that you all listen to us um, every week. Man, well said, bro. A-Dub, as always, this is a dope-ass show, and we are out. Go on and sign us off, bro. Thanks for listening to the Very Senses Podcast. You can find this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. We appreciate your continued support of our podcast. Bears Nation, come down with us.